Hello and welcome to another episode of Pump the Brakes. I am your host, Eric Evans, and this is another edition of Mailbag Monday. Last week we had a, a lot of positive feedback on the mailbag. Um, that was very cool to, to hear and get all of the, the thoughts from you guys. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Mailbag Monday, here we go. Our first question is from Billy, a.k.a. William, and he wants to know who has the best announcers in baseball. Um, Now, this is a very good question, mainly because I watch a lot of baseball, and I have tried to get into the broadcasting industry, and then I realized how incredibly difficult that job is. Not only to get it, but to do it. Um, So broadcasters is something that I actually pay a lot of attention to. Um, My personal favorite are from the Colorado Rockies. Um, Drew Goodman is probably, well, he's definitely, in my opinion, the best announcer, the play-by-play announcer in all of baseball. Um there was a time where with Carlos Gonzalez and Troy Tulowitzki, like I loved the Rockies. You know, I'm always Philly fan first, but every time the Rockies were on at, you know, nine forty, I was watching the game and I had money on the over every time. So um I fell in love with Goodman and the the whole crew there in Colorado. Um, they are definitely my favorite. This question is from Justin. Will you ever start drinking beer again and get away from the seltzers flavored drinks? <laughs> um, I just had a Corona light a couple days ago, if that helps. But no, dude, White Claws, High Noons, Neutrals, they're delicious. They're so good. I can drink 50 High Noons in a day. And not get bloated and full like I would off eight beers. No, I would never stop drinking them. And honestly, with how much my friends and I consume them, we should be sponsored. This question is also from Justin. This is a fantasy football question. Joe Burrow... For Justin Fields, $150 and a second round pick. It is in Dynasty League where you have eight keepers and he's doing this and getting Fields. Um, Well, there's no doubt that Burrow is the better player today. Um, Especially in that offense with those weapons. You know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Mixon in the backfield. Like... It's just going to be easier for him to produce than it is with Justin Fields with Darnell Mooney. Um, Like I said last week, I do love Justin Fields, and I would have made him the first pick in in his draft. Uh, I mean, it really just depends on his rushing upside, because as a passer, even though as skilled as I think Fields is, I don't think he's Joe Burrow. Um, Now, again, probably... The offensive weapons around him 
might be influencing me in saying that because if Fields had Higgins and Chase, I might feel differently. Um, but in a league where you can really only keep one quarterback and there's so many good ones, I understand the justification for taking Fields with his rushing upside plus the money, plus the pick. Um, would I personally do it? I probably wouldn't, but I understand why you would. This question is from Cody. How bad of luck is Corey Perry? <laughs> um, in case you guys don't know, Corey Perry has been on the losing side of the last three Stanley Cups. So I would say as good of a player as he still is, that is very, very unlucky. This question is from Andrew. How has weed impacted your take on sports? <laughs> okay, I, we're, getting, we're getting... These are much better than last week's stuff. Um, in case you don't know, I have recently just turned 33 years old. And up until that point, I had never been high. Never smoked, never ate anything. Just was... It even got to the point where I wasn't even anti-weed. I was just anti-smoking. Um, however, I've reduced my drinking because I can't sleep at night. So I, unless I blacked out, I could never sleep. So I started taking these edibles legally. And I started getting high. <laughs> and it's the best thing ever. However, if you are referring to my take on weed in sports I think if you have a multi-million dollar job and the job says don't smoke weed then don't smoke weed um, now I realize in today's world that should not be a rule in place and players should just be allowed to do it and it shouldn't have any negative impact with the league or with the team or whatever um but if you're asking if weed has changed my opinion on certain sports, no, it, it hasn't. But it does make you think a lot more deeply and intellectually. And it's just amazing. And my friends failed me for 20 years because they did not peer pressure me hard enough to get me to do this. So I blame you guys. All right, this part of the podcast is brought to you by me, a.k.a. Free Fades, because I am quite literally the worst gambler on the planet. And my play today is the Mariners. The George Kirby on the mound, at home, only got to lay 150. They're playing the Orioles. Surely the Seattle Mariners can beat the Baltimore Orioles at home. Surely. I do have a dog of the day. I do like the Cleveland Guardians with Tristan McKenzie on the mound. Um, they are at home. They're an underdog. I love a home dog, although Sonny Gray is pitching. He's been very, very good this year. But, you know, I'm going to give you one favorite, one dog. Bet the opposite. You'll probably hit a 70% clip. You're welcome. Today's episode is brought to you by the premier clothing brand choice for any outdoor enthusiast, 
Backroads Apparel. Whether you chase the migration, live life at full draw, or just enjoy going to the camp to crack cold ones with friends and family, Backroads has a design that fits your lifestyle. Represent the brand that prides themselves on being authentic and original. Head over to BackroadsApparel.com and grab your gear today. Be sure to use promo code PTB during checkout to receive 10% off your entire order. Again, that's BackroadsApparel.com. This question is from Nick. Who is the better shortstop, Derek Jeter or Nomar Garciaparra? Now, for you casual fans, you might think this is a no-brainer. And you would be correct. It is a no-brainer. But it's not Derek Jeter. I quite literally believe that Derek Jeter is the most overrated player in the history of Major League Baseball. The pedestal that you guys put this guy on is unbelievable. Nomar Garciaparra was so much better than Jeter. Jeter had a better career because he played twice as many games. But Nomar, in their prime, was the far superior player. From 97 to 03, this is their age 23 to age 29 seasons. Jeter played 1,040 games, hit 319, OPS of 860, which is very good. Um, His 162-game average, which I don't love doing because not everybody plays 162 games, but that's all baseball reference offers. So his 162-game average, 200 hits, very good. 18 homers, 83 RBI, 26 steals. Again, 319, 393 OBP, 860 average. That's very good. Very, very good. Nomar, in 100 less games, essentially, hit 50 more homers, had 100 more RBI, hit 325, had a 929 OPS, his 162-game average, 30 homers, 117 RBI. The dude struck out 67 times a year. Like, he just didn't swing and miss at all. We severely underestimate how good Nomar was in his prime when he played because towards the end of the career, you know, as most people do, they get hurt. And, you know, I guess Nomar got hurt a little bit earlier in his career too. But, but injuries really ruined what should be like – one of the talked about players in that era. You know, when they came up, it was Jeter and Nomar and A-Rod. And obviously, A-Rod is far superior than both of those two, probably combined. But Nomar Garciaparra is so underrated. And he is, again, he didn't have the career that Jeter had because he didn't have the longevity that Jeter had. Which, you know, that playing 20 years in Major League Baseball, like, you, that's impressive. You know, the best... Ability is availability. And Jeter did that, you know, just as well as anybody. But, you know, if you just go game for game when they did play, that I, I would just take Nomar, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. This question is also from Billy, a.k.a. William. Will the Yankees win it all? Well, they're obviously the favorites. They got 53 wins, and it's not even July yet, which is freaking ridiculous. Um... They have the best offensive baseball. Um, Garrett Cole on any day can be the best pitcher in baseball. Cortez has been out of his mind. 
bullpen's unreal, and this is even without Chapman. Um, Aaron Judge has offensively been out of this world. You know, contract year, I guess I guess that is a, a thing for him. Um, when I'm typically asked a question like this, will so-and-so win it all? I'm probably going to say no just because I'll take the field basically every time. But, I mean, they're definitely the favorites and as they should be. This is another question from Justin. For fantasy football, who do you rank as the top five rookies this year? Um, number one is pretty easy. It's definitely going to be Brees Hall. Um, running back for the Jets. It's just a, a great situation. He's going to get most of the work. As much as I like Michael Carter, you know, this is a guy that they said that they wanted to trade up into the first round to grab. Um, so Hall's definitely one. Um, gosh, this class is not my favorite, which is why in all of my leagues I traded most of my picks. I guess I would go Garrett Wilson, too. Um, I would probably take Chris Olave, three, mainly because of the offense environment that he's in. I just, no, this is going to sound weird. I trust Winston more than I trust the other receivers, quarterbacks, Jared Goff, Brian Tannehill, Zach Wilson, mainly because I know he's just a gunslinger, so stats will be provided. I don't necessarily trust him as my quarterback, but for fantasy, I do like him. Um, then I probably go Ken Walker and Drake London, five. Um, I really, really like London. I just hate the situation that he's in. I mean, between Mariota and Ritter, I just don't trust that there's going to be a lot of production, you know, opposed to like a Chris Olave who has Winston and he's just going to force feed balls. And sometimes it works out that way. Um, I do have a guy that I do like that is a little off the radar. And that is Justin Ross for the Kansas City Chiefs. He did go undrafted out of Clemson due to uh, some medical concerns. But this is a guy that could have like a Victor Cruz type career where um, he'll stand out in preseason for a couple of years and then finally get a chance. And uh, if that guy's healthy, he was arguably a first round talent. So um, that's a guy to keep an eye on. And this last question is from Steve. Who is your favorite artist now? Um, well, if you know me, obviously my favorite artist of all time is Justin Timberlake. He is one of the most talented men on the planet. He can do it all. He is the man. Um, but currently, I uh, probably would say Cody Jenks. Um, he just gets me in a damn drinking mood. And when you turn it on, sometimes you just can't turn it off. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Mailbag Monday. Please subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the Facebook page, follow on Twitter at underscore pump the brakes. Please, 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 it takes seconds, literal seconds out of your day to do this. Um, I really appreciate, again, all of the positive feedback we've gotten. We are back doing this twice a week. We're going to do a mailbag Monday, every Monday. We're going to try and sneak in the pod either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on availability of whoever... I'm getting on the podcast that particular week, um, and I'm just real excited to see where this is going. 
All right, peace out.